and like for reasons like the reason like hot or not in terms of how its legacy is very much sort of framed in well like it's it's very much sort of anchored in like kind of pitting the like looks of women like against each other and i think in a much kind of in a very like specific way which sort of permeates through like different aspects of pop culture especially during the 2000s um people do you have did you did you experience like did you have any sort of like first-hand experiences of hot or not um i used to like mindlessly click through hot or not when i was supposed to be working <laughs> at university like I would like, yeah. I would use it as like a little break, like a little break time. Okay. Just, okay. And, and I remember it having a kind of weird effect where, you know, when you like, I don't, have either of you ever done the, one of those tests to find out how kind of, how colorblind you are, or if you're kind of on yeah, any kind yeah. of spectrum of colorblindness and, and then you start, and then it starts and you start think you go into it thinking, nah, I know what colors are. I know I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I know I'm going to take this test and I'm going to feel really really good about myself afterwards um and not that there's any reason to feel bad about yourself if you are colorblind but like I'm just really kind of confident that you're gonna that you're gonna ace it and mm. then they start showing you kind of different tones of red and then you start being a bit like mm. oh yeah no no that one is brighter than I I, th- I think I don't know I don't I don't know. It's starting to look, mm. they're starting to like this. It's starting to have a kind of weird visual effect. And that, I, and that was what happens if you do too much clicking on hot or not. These oh, faces absolutely. start to kind of like, I don't know actually whether or not even I think this face is a nice face or mm-hmm. not. I have no idea. The faces are kind of like, they're kind of almost, they're almost like kind of strobing in front, like in front of my eyes um and i always wondered like what kind of um what kind of masochism would possibly prompt you to put your face put your face um on um on one on one of these sites for for straight for strangers to for strangers to judge i mean the, oh the i t- mean it the, the thing is that like well i i think we're going to get into this but like there's always going to be something where people want to get their faces rated. And mm. it's the craziest thing in the world. Like it, and it's like, you know, when you're younger, you kind of see those things and you're like, you're not sure what's normal or not. Yeah. Like what kind of human behavior is normal. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, should I be doing that? Is that what I like? Is this, is this what people do? And then you go on like Reddit for on like true rate me. And you're like, these are people I would see on the street where I'd meet at a party. Like they look so normal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I think, no, I, I, I think that, I think that's right. And I think there is a set, I think there is a set, like certainly a kind of sense of like trying to kind of work out where you fit in, um, Mm. in a kind of, almost like a kind of statistical scattergraph, like where is my, where is my face in terms of, but like, obviously like that's informed by an, a lot of like a lot of stuff like you know what your like how your face ends up like ends up being judged but the thing that it always reminded me of more than anything else um the idea of like kind of genuinely being interested in kind of where in like where you where you sit um i've told this story before i think but i think it was on the other show so i'm going to tell it tell it again here it's just my app it's just like one of my absolute favorite stories from school um one of my um one of my friends from school um is now is now out as a lesbian but she wasn't out when she was at school 
And because I went to a girls' school, there was like lots and lots of discussion of of which boys we liked. And like and like who you found attractive was sort of an axis of like your personality and also of like your friendship groups as well. Like the girls who like liked particular celebrities would like automatically group together like there oh, was yes. like there was anything beyond like anything more you had in common with these other girls other than a kind of like similar aesthetic or sexual taste which is weird i think now i look now i articulate it that's odd that's an odd thing mm. boys don't do that do they <laughs> i don't think so I don't think you know i think that. it's also when you're like a teen girl and again like i'm not trying to essentialist in any way because I tried to not I thought it was too cool for this and now I kind of wish I could go back and like fully embrace the silliness of being a teen who has like these dumb crushes but you do kind of create like a history in your mind or like a future in your mind of like not only is this man hot but he probably is like so sweet and like you know he's probably like this and like this and like this and like you know you're you have this like little fantasy of what this guy could be um, so I think that I, I think like I do remember what you're talking about. I do think that has a lot to do with it of like, yeah, oh, like what kind of guy do you want to be yeah, with? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And so there was this one. So so my so my so my one friend um, obviously didn't want to kind of be left out. And this was um, this was a this was a very different time when I was at school, like Section 28 was still in place. Like it was not like it was it, it was a, it was a, it was a different atmosphere, shall we say. Um, so what she tried to do was she treated it like a kind of data gathering exercise. So she, cause she, cause she needed to like, in order to feel like she could fit in, she needed to, um, to kind of work out, uh, who she was supposed to say that she, that she found attractive, mm-hmm. um, in order to kind of fit, like fit herself into like one of the, like one of the, one of the, one of the groups of girlies, like, are you a Backstreet Boys girly? Are you a this girly? Are you a, are you a Richie Edwards girly as I was like, which like, which are you? What are you? You got, <laughs> you got, you got to categorize yourself. Like it, it really is no surprise to me, um, how popular stuff, uh, how popular online stuff that encourages you to endlessly label and categorize yourself became specifically amongst teenage girls and young women because they start it they start that shit young <laughs> like you know what like everyone mm. everyone always thinks that it's like what type of guy are you no 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 it's what type of girl are you like that's the that's the early that's the early that's the really early one so she treated it like as like a data gathering exercise um and she worked out that um certain characteristics were kind of appealing and certain characteristics were not appealing and so on and so forth and she eventually landed on okay well i've worked out what the girls who fa- who find men attractive find attractive um i'm coming at it completely scientifically and she came up with uh arnold schwarzenegger uh, as being the <laughs> ideal man based on her data gathering that's so adorable that's it so was, cute it was so cute and then she and she like got all these posters and like invited us round and then she was just like look i've got all these arnie posters and we and with muscles and we were all just like <laughs> no because we all liked um kind of sort of miserable poetry writing drug addicts and uh like boy band boys who looked like lesbians like that was our that was our vibe 
So actually, if she'd gone down this kind of like ultra girly kind of like Nick Carter, Leonardo DiCaprio route, then she would have like she would have actually <laughs> found herself more at home. Um, but yeah, so I think that's so I think that's that's sort of potentially part of it. But I just I don't understand why you would expose yourself to the cruelty of strangers like this. I think that's my I think that's more my point. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And also, like, you know, if you look at, for example, the Reddit true rate me, um, the rating guide, it is one of the most insane things you will ever see. Um, Like the tears, the amount of points someone gets, what Mm. is considered ugly, like what is considered this like face looks like this, like, you know, on this chart, you know, like, some people that you like, you know, Brie Larson's like a 5.5, you know what I mean? And like, she's like, you know, Saoirse Ronan is a five, you know, you're like, what, yeah. like, what are you like? How are we quantifying this? Like, what is like, are, is this, do you, are you guys trying to approach this from like a scientific way? Like, I feel like there's no way to like, everyone's trying to figure out this way to decide what yeah. is hot or not or beautiful or not in whatever like algorithmic way or like well if this person's face does this 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 then that is considered beautiful like you know and, and it's just like it's so baffling to me it's like how are we still i mean we will do that until the end of time but also yeah. it's like how are, how are people still trusting this in such an open way <laughs> <laughs> 